Noah, good evening. It is a good evening. It is pretty Good evening to you, too. Thank you. Thank you. How many stars have you ever counted, like, up to... Because I... Ever? Well, yes, because I I bring this up because I recently went outside. uh, It was about a night ago. And I looked up in the sky, and I saw a bunch of stars, and I just could not fathom trying to count that. And Mm. and And I know you, like, Counting, and like that's one of your favorite pastimes. Um, mm-hmm. I think last Saturday, how high'd you get? How high'd you get, um, counting wise? Hmm, uh, it was like 2,658, I think. Yeah, like that. And, and listeners at home, like that's just Ethan's, that's just Ethan's gig. He loves to count. Yeah. And so I was, I was, I was one, looking up there and I two, couldn't fathom three, oh, four. Not, hey, here I go. Hey, Five, this six. isn't your, you have to do that on your own time. You yeah. have to do that on your own time, Ethan. We say once you get the bug, once you get the bug in my ear, it's just, I know, so I gonna, know, yeah. I know. You, and I, seven, I, eight. You, okay, you got to get to ten. Go to ten. Nine. Oh. What were you gonna say? Um. Well, I was gonna say is I I, ten. I, I looked up. Thank you. I looked up in the sky and I was like, "That's a lot of stars." I wonder if Ethan's ever tried to count that. Because you're such an uh, avid counter. Hmm. I mean. It, it, what uh what what what's the context like what what are we setting as like the location in which I counted them like you that's know how gonna... when you look up in the sky and you see stars like if you imagine yourself on the ground, have you ever mm-hmm. been there mm-hmm. and then uh, where you've been I think so usually usually and then if you look up and you see stars and you try to see how many there are, do you ever do that yeah, uh, most of the time they're planes, okay, that will trip you up that will trip anybody up. And, and then you, you got to start, start you got to start with, yeah, you got to start right at the beginning again. So that does set you back quite a bit. I would say on a clear night, no planes. Um, I want to say I've gotten as high as 69. That is very good. That's that very good. good. I, I'm just, you know, I'm an amateur star catcher. So I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get better and get, getting as much tips as you can give me. So, so counting to as high as you can while you're keeping track of the stars that you're counting is kind of the way to go that's the trick and it's and I'll tell you there's uh there is a trick to it uh what you have to do is first you got to pick the star that seems right to start with that's that's which, my that's I always I always stop there because I'm like I don't even know I don't even know so then I just walk yeah, inside a lot of people get tripped up at that first step and it's tricky because it will, it can have uh, a big impact on the way you count from that point on. So once yeah. you find the right star, usually you want to find it outside of a cluster. That mm-hmm. way you don't get tripped up. Uh, and then you just put your finger on that star that you started with. Mm-hmm. And then you make sure you don't move it from the time that you counted as you start counting because... You're going to you lose know, your place. You're going to lose your place. And mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know, I'm, I can already... I can already see it a lot of people are going to be asking okay but then my arm falls asleep then what then i get that tingly feeling in my hand i don't like that mm-hmm. you have to push through i would suggest if you really want to get get good at this and become proficient in star counting mm-hmm. just like practice in bed like when you're okay. lying down just just stick your hand straight up over your head uh and then just See how long you can do that before it gets um, completely unbearable. Okay. And maybe just before your hand starts to turn purple. Mm-hmm. Like just before that. Yeah. Um, and, and you're halfway there. 
welcome back to Background Centuries. Background Centuries. We're halfway there. We're halfway I'm there, baby. I'm Noah. Uh, welcome back to the show. We're excited about what we got going on uh, this episode, as always. Uh, and as always, we don't know where it's going. We don't we're know where find it's that going, out. but we know we're halfway there. And what we want to do for this episode is start out, actually, with a really pressing matter. Hot story, hot off mm-hmm. the press. Uh, that takes us into our first segment of the Times. Noah, I'm sure you're aware of the buzz that's come out regarding Kirkland's particular brand of uh, garden knee pads. You know those little foam pads? Hold on one second. I have a joke. Hi, sure you've heard about the Kirkland... I'm Noah. Sorry. I was trying to think because you said, hi, I'm sure that... And then I was going to... I think you were so close. You to kept there. talking. I had the, I had the joke when you were a few words in after yeah. sure, and I was like, I can do this. This would be a funny joke. Okay. And then I committed in my heart to it, and I can't betray my heart. You know that about me. And so uh, yeah. once you got really deep into it, and you started talking about you know Costco brands, I lost it a little bit, and now I feel kind of embarrassed. Okay, well, I mean, I don't want you to feel embarrassed, so maybe you should just... Do you want to just go around again? Pretend Uh, I just said Kirkland, you know, Kirkland's... Hi, I'm I'm sure... Hi, I'm sure you've heard of Kirkland's brand. I'm Noah. I'm I'm Ethan. And the... Well, that's... Okay. Um, The great thing about podcasts, Ethan, is we can edit all of that out. And we That's can just, true, and we can just make it sound like we we got it, got in one, and got we're gonna and we're gonna start. We're gonna the edit point comes right now. Three, two, one. Noah, I'm sure that you have. Uh, Hi, heard sure the buzz. that you have. <laughs> I'm sorry. So sorry, so sorry. That that's the last interruption you'll get out of me, sir. Thank you very much. Okay. Well, I just faxed over the contract that you need to sign that says that that's true. Here it comes. Thank you. Signed it. Got it. All right. Well, uh, Kirkland. Okay. So you know, uh, when you go to the gardening section, yeah, of any time. hardware store, mm-hmm. there's going to be the manure. There's going to be those those little forks that you put into the ground to make grooves. Yeah. And then there's going to be just those like foam pads that you kneel on yeah. when you're doing when you're doing garden work, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Or when you okay, want so- or when you want to slide around a junkyard on your knees, like you you and your buddies are having a nice junkyard party and you slide you want to have like a, a a fun time where you guys see how far you can slide around on your knees while there's loud music playing. Or you're, you know, practicing for the big audition at mm-hmm. Universal Studios Horror Nights. Yeah. And you want to be one of those, you, you want to be one of those persons who slides mm-hmm. on their knees. Mm-hmm. You're, or you're practicing going for as, that big audition. Or you're going as old, that famous character. 
knee pad Dan for Halloween. And you gotta get this. Classic. Classic. Knee pad Dan. When's that reboot? When's that gritty reboot coming out? I heard Kevin Smith is producing it. No, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, knee pad Dan. Offline. We need to talk more about that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, with these, with these particular, uh, foam pads that you kneel on while you're doing garden work, it, it came out just recently that Kirkland's manufacturing of these foam pads, uh, have actually been the, the main ingredient, the main, the main hardware used to make these foam pads, uh, have been fingernail clippings from the overseas shops that they've been making them in, uh, and there's a whole bunch, there's whole outrage. I connected to it. I did it. not hear about this. I am genuinely surprised at what you just said. That's crazy. It's all completely made out of human fingernails, specifically, mm. and this is, I think, that what's driving a lot of the outrage. Uh, Minor human fingernail clippings. Yeah. Uh, not a single one of them under or over 18. Over 18, which is, I mean, that's just, uh, it's tragic to, to hear about. Um, so I, nat- naturally questions come out, uh, you know, what are, what are miners doing in these, in these manufacturing warehouses? Absolutely. What is the melting point of a fingernail so you can prop- properly, you know, mold it into the shape of a knee pad? Right. Um, while you continue to talk to the audience, I'm actually going to Google that to see what is the melting point of a finger or thumbnail. Please do. Uh, so the reason that this all came out, the reason we know about it in the first place, was because of a, an Instagram post from a Kirkland employee of the floor of the warehouse. They had just taken a quick snapshot of like a little pile of... It, it really looks like someone just got through trimming their fingernails and there's that little nasty pile on the ground left over when you're done. Mm-hmm. And then there's but, the one that's just separate from the cluster that... Yeah, you, you don't know how it got there. Because, you know, one of them always flies. One of them's got wings. One of them's been drinking Red Bull, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and what was out of place with this particular snapshot was just how many of them were, were there. And, not to mention, I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> Thank you for not mentioning that you were going to sneeze. And then mentioning that you were going to sneeze right afterwards. You're welcome. Is that how it came to you? Yeah, because you were like, not to mention that I'm going to sneeze. And then you sneezed. (laughs) Got it. And so, like, you did mention that you were going to sneeze, which I think was polite, but kind of counterintuitive to saying not to mention. You know, you have a point, and I take full responsibility for that. And we all forgive you, all of us here, our live studio audience. I just really feel like as a culture, as a people, we're making strides. We're making. (laughs) (laughs) That's the most random thing. (laughs) You like that? Uh, 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 Yes. So, okay, so in in conjunction with this, with the the picture is the caption. And Mm so... uh, the combination of the uh, the unprecedented amount of fingernail clippings in a pile. Because with, correct me if I'm wrong, real, real quick, correct me if I'm wrong, a human being has um, around 
has the capability to have around 10 fingernail clippings at a time. At a time. Correct. If, if like, like real, around, if it's an estimate. If you're real good. Yeah. If you're real good at that trimming. But but there's there's no there's no accounting for lack of skill that would that would account for such a large number. Is that what that what you're saying? Yeah, like, I mean, no matter the how volume, many years you split, it's right. Okay, the the volume is is uncanny. Mm-hmm. So that in comparison, or not in comparison, but, uh, but in conjunction yeah. with the the caption mm-hmm. of of the photo that simply just read. Um, look, and that's all said. It's just kind of cryptic, right? It just said, yeah. "Look, look." Uh, and, and no further statement from that employee who posted the posted the photo. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we know it's an employee. Fall. We know it is an employee. That's been confirmed. Okay. Uh, what has followed is uh, countless countless speculation. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm. You said that, and I'm already thinking like, okay, what was the what was the tone of look? Was it like when you say look before you try to explain something to somebody? You know, you know, saying, look, here's how you do it, blah blah blah. Or is it look, yeah. look at what I have? Or is it yeah, look, see here, Mister? Like what? What is it? You don't. Yeah. You don't even know because that's just one of the that's just one of the horrible things about you know words when they're not being said is you don't know what they're supposed to sound like. It's impossible. And what's so ironic about this whole thing is with the vagueness and the cryptic uh, comment uh, caption with the photo that may or may not point to much, uh, what what followed was a statement from Kirkland uh, kind of showing their hand. And... uh, that hand that they showed, of course, was a very clean and trimmed uh, hand of, of fingernails. Mm. Uh, so they basically confirmed. I think that the phrase a hand of fingernails is the worst thing I've ever heard in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never want to hear you say that again. I mean, tell me another way to say it. Ah, you're right. A hand of fingernails is the only way to say it. Five of them, to be exact. Mm. And they were all super clean and trimmed, which can only mean one thing. Uh, they've been keeping up on their, their finger hygiene. Their finger grooming. Their finger grooming. Yeah. Uh, so essentially, the situation that we have here is a cryptic uh, statement that may or may not have been accusatory actually eliciting something of a public confession statement from Kirkland uh, and not only not only their their response in this picture of you know fairly trimmed yeah trimmed fingers can I ask how but, the cuticles were on those on those fingers real quick while we're talking about them oh fully rolled back Okay, so so we're not even messing around. This is a pro job. This is this 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 took time. Okay. It took time, and and they had to have professionals on the job. Well, I I don't see they how you have. couldn't. If but by what you're describing, it would be completely unbelievable to think that an employee did that by themselves. I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's just it's too far fetched to to be anything else than 
an ins- an inside job, a professional job. Yes. Uh, an and Italian so, job, the movie, if you will. And uh, so, not only was there the picture, but then there was directly after that the press conference releasing their full uh, sort of a, a how it's made style uh, video explaining how they make their foam pads. Uh, and so people are outraged. Not only, not only are they exploiting the, uh, the finger grooming of their, uh, employees, uh, but also these employees are under the age and the money that they're making is going toward further grooming. They're paying someone to do the grooming. Mm-hmm. So those and, are really and, the and two and big wanna, questions. And I do want to, I do want to come out and say that that when we say grooming, we we do mean actual physical grooming, not like, not like you know a sort of emotional manipulation. We're talking about actual, you know, hygienic grooming, um, not to be confused with any other sort of, you know, use of that word. Um, also, right. I did just um, my Google finally loaded. And it turns out the melting point of fingernails is a crisp 68. No? Hold on. Sixty-nine degrees. That seems dangerously low. It it's that is <laughs> odd. That's crazy low. Are we sure that they, they crunched the numbers? I I'm gonna look again because that would mean that the most combustible thing on planet Earth lives at the end of our hands. <laughs> Let me look it up again because that can't be correct. You keep talking. So, I mean, so uh, real, real live grooming, fingernail clippers, emery board, the whole nine yards. Uh, the two main questions that everyone's asking is, why sink so much money mm. Mm. into manufacturing a good that comes from employees that should not legally be, be in your warehouses? Yeah, not even be working, let alone not being, you know, separated from, you know, fingernail clippings. Because growing up, a, ver- a very important rite of passage for a lot of kids is their fingernail collections. And so the fact that you're robbing them of that is very detrimental to their further social development. It would be as socially taboo as sneaking into a child's bedroom at night and, like, stealing the tooth from under their pillow that they're leaving for the mm-hmm. tooth fairy. Or, or stealing the tooth that they still have in their mouth because you're you're taking the fingernails away. Anyway... Equally um, problematic. It did just load, and it turns out that the actual melting point of fingernails is 420 degrees. That makes a lot more sense. I think that I must have That just, checks out. I think I must have typed in the wrong thing into Google. Is it maybe 69 Celsius? Because I know that there's sort of weird things They're going so on with the metric system. They're so wacky over there with Celsius. They're, the Celsius is so wild to me. Dude, Celsius, what a freaking weirdo, that guy. Like walking in here saying, oh, I know how to tell temperature. Oh, and mine makes more sense. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay. I'd rather memorize random t- uh, temperatures for things. That's how Fahrenheit be doing it. Um, Ethan. Noah. 
I have a question that you that that kind of has been ruminating in my head. Are these knee pads better for the environment? So because that is the only redeeming quality that I can think of with such a shady business practice is that maybe maybe it's less styrofoam, I don't know. What do you think? Well, here's here's the thing. Uh I think that the answer to that comes from their latest their latest ad mm. for this new uh this new rebranded garden knee pad. Uh I think there's a lot of answers there if we if we, if we sort of read between the lines. Okay. Um I'm sure you remember it. Um it's I mean it's uh plastered everywhere. It, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, so the new the new ad, if you caught it on TV, or uh, is sort of this picturesque scene mm-hmm. of. Do you mind if uh, I close my eyes while you describe this? Because no, for I love sure, for I sure. love the I love the pictures you paint with your words. I'm gonna close my Certainly. eyes. All right. We have this picturesque scene of the the morning sun sort of uh, cresting atop what appear to be oak trees in the backyard of a, of a young man uh, with his hands in the soil. And as we sort of get that, that really like earthy, grody close-up on his hands in the, in the soil, it sort of pans. I'm sure we all remember, you know, how it, how it pans over to his, his knees. Mm-hmm. And then sure enough, there's that little foam, that little foam pad that he's kneeling on. And then comes that you know that that deep, rich, comforting, uh, warm, narrating voice, uh, you know from from Kirkland. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all we know how how it proceeds from there. Mm-hmm. But here's here's where I think the clue is as to their new push for uh, a new way of manufacturing that I think is pointing to the fact that they are looking for sustainability. Okay. Uh, and that's in their new catchphrase, Kirkland. You can count on these knees. Mm. You can count on these knees. And I think here's here's what I'm thinking. What is insinuated in a in a statement like "you can count on" mm-hmm. is something that is uh, sustainable. Something if, if I can count on something, there's a certain longevity in it. Yeah. There, yeah. it, it's trustworthy. It's there. It's there, and if I were to scroll forward several chapters, I can still, I should plan on it being there. And yeah. so, if the if the response is to sustainability, creating the kind of foam pad that we need for the future, mm-hmm. what's going to get us to that future? is creating more sustainable products. And yeah. I think I think if we read between the lines, that's what Kirkland is saying mm-hmm. with these yeah. with these new this new formula for this their new, yeah. for their foam pads. Yeah, and and I do want I do want to just say how beautiful life is in its symmetry because here we are, we're ta- we're just two friends talking. We this time there was no script, there was no anything. We just, you know, started recording and here we are. And we talked about your immense love of counting. 
and then to turn around and be, just randomly be talking about the news and their new slogan is you can count on these memes and we know how much you like to count we know how much you like to count and i just think that's so that's so beautiful that that life kind of worked out in a, a little poem right there for us yeah do you know exactly how much you can count on these knees how much two I see it. I see it because most people have two knees. Because there's two of them. Hey, that takes us out of of the times and into our next segment. Are we ever going to talk about those uh, child laborers? Are we just going to keep? We can just keep going to the next the segments. Yeah, definitely not. The segments over. The segments over. Got it. Sounds Mm -hmm. good. Sounds good. Next segment. Pinpoint. Gosh, I hope that doesn't belong to anybody. Um. (laughs) Ethan, I just uh, while the while the song was playing, I, I went ahead and I and I rolled the random cities generators because you know we're we're old hat at this, you know, um, and it landed on something, and I'm so excited. The reason why one of the reasons why I love this segment so much is because you hear about these places, these huge places, and then you hear about you know two or three cities that make these places like that are super famous right but you miss yeah. all the small places that you know you never hear about when when you know talking about a certain country or something like that you never hear about these places mm-hmm. but they have so much culture and history and i'm so glad that we can use this show to shine a light on some of these lesser known cities in some of these well known places and that is exactly what's happening today because we are we are flying over to Australia. And you know where in Australia we're going? Where are we going? Sydney. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Man, not enough not enough attention. Not enough spotlight on Sydney. Well, cause I think that most people just get confused because they think they're talking about a person. I mean, sure. Because I think that, you know, as much as we all love Australia and we love Sydney, shout out, but we, I, you know, it is kind of silly that they chose a name that's also the name of a person, Sydney. That's a name yeah, of a person. Yeah, they should have seen that coming. They should have changed it to something else like, like, you know, Bidney, Bidney, Australia. That's, that's yeah. close, but it's, it's not, it's not the same word, so. Because there's no one named Bindi. I mean... Not yet. <laughs> so we still have time. So Sydney, Australia. Uh, there's there's something that immediately comes to mind, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna take a, a, a stab at this and say that we're both probably thinking of the same thing. Because something did pop into my head immediately once once it landed on this, and so I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping that we're on the same page. Okay. Uh, what if we play a little game where I uh, we play a little word association? Okay. I just say one word, mm-hmm. and you tell me if that is funneling into a similar a similar vein. Okay, so we're we're doing okay. like okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. We're we're building like a category of 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 descriptor words or words that are belong to the same yeah subject. And then that'll tell us if we're both thinking of the same thing. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Time. 
yeah that aligns that tracks that tracks okay here comes my second word okay I'm excited you're gonna, you're gonna get three of them okay tracking mm, I think that's two words tracking Track-ing. tracking tracking that's two words but um, I'll, we'll, we'll take it and yeah that, that definitely that definitely does does align with what I'm thinking okay that's good and now that you mention it, I think at some point we are going to, I feel like it'd be fun to have, to do a little discussion on the etymology of ing, the word ing. No, it's track king. It's the track king. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good at it. And he lives in Australia. <laughs> we'll talk about him another time. <laughs> Third word. Third world. Delay. Yes. Do you see how I yeah. delayed in answering? Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was good. So we're we're right. We're we're, we're right, right on the same there. thing. We could even say it at the same time if you want. Okay, it's going to be a statement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Three, Three two, two, one. Sydney's calendar is off by one day. Day. Yeah. I want. I I thought we were singing it. Did we not say we were going to sing it? Did I say? So, you know, you're right. Okay. Three, Three two, two, one. Sydney's, Sydney's calendar, calendar is off, off by, by one, one day. day. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Sydney's calendar is off by one day. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> what a wild... You want to know what the craziest thing is? Is, okay, legally... If you live in if you live in Australia right now, you you cannot tell anybody about this, okay? Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody else in the entire world got together, and and we pranked Australia. Yeah. And so now Australia is always going to be one day, and they don't know. They That's don't right. know. That's right. And so, so it's the biggest prank. <clears throat> why don't Why don't you? To just give us a little a little intro into how that prank got rolled out. Yeah. How it was communicated, sort of, because there was a whole, I mean, there was this narrative spun mm-hmm. by the EU oh, absolutely. to convince to convince Sydneyites mm-hmm. to go to sleep. I mean, I, I think we should just dive right in it and, yeah, and well, say it, it all started when um, the pranksters from uh, there's a special subset of the UN um, that's just sort of a prank committee where um, there's different representatives from each country um, that are super into pranks and they like to kind of um, just kind of keep each other updated on what they're thinking because you know because things have to be kind of above the board in these sort of situations just because you don't want to see right. any international inst- incidents. Um, and for but- anyone for anyone that thinks this is a fake thing, Bill Nye was the chair of this in 2018. Yeah. It's very real. It's it's very real and it's very um and it's interesting that it's not talked about as much but um yes yeah, so when one of these sort of uh, prank meetings um the representative for Australia was late um and and there's different accounts saying why this certain person was late it truly doesn't matter the fact of the matter is is we here we were in this room full of international pranksters right <laughs> and. They got exactly what they needed. A, a target. 
And so they they started, you know, going through different ideas of ways that they could really pull a fast one over on Australia, over on over on, you know, specifically Sydney, which I think that we do need to hammer home that Australia is not being pranked right now. Sydney, Australia is being pranked. Anyway, back to it. And then um, I think it was somebody from uh, China. I think it was the representative from China, but they had noticed that there was going to be a very localized lunar eclipse over Sydney, Australia in the coming month. And so they didn't exactly know what they were going to do with this information, but they knew that they were going to somehow use this as as sort of the, the fulcrum of their prank. And you know, kind of you know, history is is the way is the way that it is, and so we know how it all turned out. Um, the S- Sydneyites don't, but but we do. Um, where we we got together and we said that the entire world was going on pause for the solar eclipse that was blanketing the entire world, which it wasn't. It was only over Sydney. It was super localized. Um, but we said that it was everywhere. Um, and and we we took. This prank, we really pulled out all the stops for it. We, you know, we put a bunch of um, felt in the sky between airplanes to make it really dark outside, and and we really went all in with this with this prank. And then we said, okay, so since we're going on pause, you know, our calendars have to be adjusted thus. And so Sydney was like, oh yeah, of course, because the representative from Sydney is a little embarrassed because. They were late, and so they don't want to seem like, oh, of course I know that. Of course I know that we have to do that, right? Um, and so that's sort of how all this started. Now, Ethan, this is the, this is the prank. This is the this is the 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 soundbite. You know that their calendar is one day off. Can you talk a little bit about the internal ramifications and sort of the international ramifications? of such a long-running prank. Yeah, it really has completely, as you can imagine, shifted the uh, the organic malfeasance of their, their the inner life um, of those living in Sydney. Uh, there really is this... Uh, this whole this whole new shift in the way that they are able to uh, charge their charge their energy sources mm-hmm. because of uh, we all know that uh, the way power outlets work across international borders is always a little bit a little bit odd. You have to make sure you have the right adapters, the right converters, mm-hmm. to make sure you don't you know blow a fuse and whatnot. And so, because of the very particular. Uh, electromagnetic uh, uh, decimal system that they are utilizing mm-hmm. to calibrate their energy source from something as simple as a light bulb all the way up to major power generators uh, running entire uh, complexes uh, when it's all based on a a lunar cycle and it's all off by one all of your battery life mm-hmm. uh is cut off by a day which if you were to break that down into decimals i mean it's 
it's pretty significant. It's like, I want to say that the math comes out to like 69.420 such and such mm-hmm. uh, decimals. Yeah. And continuing. Um, so that, that's, uh, for those who, who may not uh, think exactly in, in numbers, mm-hmm. that basically means that uh, in daily living from the time that you walk through your front door after work, to get to the toilet, mm-hmm. uh, your your the light bulb has stop. already gone out. The yeah. first stop to the toilet. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's that's significant. That's just and that's just one example. Um, yeah. And of course, that I mean, there's a lot that has to do with rhythms and cycles of the human body. Um, of course, um, there's this odd. There was this odd occurrence that obviously, I mean we should expect from the initial event, the initial prank, every woman in Sydney and only in Sydney actually went off of their cycle by, by mm-hmm. a day. Yeah. Um, which impacted dramatically birth rates. Which is crazy uh, because you wouldn't think that, that losing a day would make it that much harder to ride a bike. But all these, all these, uh, all these women fell off there because, because everybody knows Sydney's famous all woman, bike riding team cycling teams yeah 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 and so they all fell off which is going to impact the birth rate because you know a b plus c equals d you know what i mean oh i mean just the the amount of of uh vaginal damage that happened all in a single day yeah yeah i mean the uh the reported the reported cases on that day alone Mm -hmm. uh I mean, more than more than cities ever seen in their entire history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you. And a big reason that they were able to, uh, to to pull this all off. I mean, if we're talking logistically, it really was the perfect storm. Mm-hmm. As we all know, you know, the Gregorian calendar is super complex, and there's so much there's so much math that goes into calculating. The, the 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 lunar and solar cycles of our planet to align that there's actually been uh we all know you know uh leap years are one way that we help realign our calendar every four years to make sure just because the earth's rotation is just just so much that a perfect 365 days isn't always going to line up exactly i mean it's so complex and i think that these these pranksters of the UN counted on the fact that that Sydneyites mm-hmm. would have would have put enough faith and trust in other people and experts to have done the calculations. They just assumed that, like, well, these people are all probably just you know surfing, yeah, at the beach, at the beach, and and probably Shrimp on not. Bobby. Sorry. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. That one wasn't. That for one for wasn't. our for our Sydney listeners. Let me try it uh, again. Or maybe just or maybe just like don't something that's like not don't. offensive. Okay, so don't okay. I'll say like um hey about it. No, that's New Zealand. I already did that one. You already did that one. A water dean boy the river. That's that's it. 
Okay. Light's up okay. Lights. Okay. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it, though. That's the last one. And they really counted on the fact that these people would be busy surfing and mm-hmm. and not uh, just just assuming like someone else is probably figuring yeah. this out. Yeah, we have you know this opera to deal with, and we got to figure out where Nemo's going. Right. And so like they they have their hands f u l l spells full. Uh, completely, and so they like like most. Like most people would just assume someone else has got this. Yeah. And so when, you know, when envoys from the UN, you know, communicated to the local government of Sydney saying, hey, here's the thing, uh, because of because of this unprecedented lunar eclipse, uh, we weren't counting on it. NASA missed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, NASA. We are going to have to. <laughs> you know, NASA. You know, NASA. Biffed it. And uh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to pause, mm-hmm. um, which uh, I have to imagine. I mean, the faith that these people had previously in the Gregorian calendar must have just been swept out from under them. Mm-hmm. This thing that they just counted on, like, oh, I, I, we, I guess we just assumed that it was gonna carry mm-hmm. us into infinity, and and no, I mean, yeah. so th- there was some real. Uh, some real trouble. I mean, uh, there was a from- lot of cults that burgeoned out of this because, you know, manipulative people decided this was their chance to right. kind of create their own twisted doctrine and and collect their followers. It was it was honestly the rest of the world watching Sydney react to this prank. Um like I remember I remember sitting at the TV watching the Sydney live feed and I was thinking, <laughs> this is funny. Like it's really like it's a good joke, but right. this is sad and and hor and like there's horrible things going on. And of course, being pranksters, being like great pranksters, the people in the UN aren't. They're not gonna let it loose. They're not gonna tell anybody about it. Oh, That's completely. Rule number one: a prank. And and some of uh, some of the the havoc that that was unleashed uh you already mentioned you know the sort of the the steady rise of of cults in sydney but also uh, the that year that the year of the prank uh the amount of reported cases of um situational anxiety being reported by behavioral health specialists mm-hmm. in sydney went through the roof for the first time in in decades, if not in that century, yeah, and so much so that it it uh, it created a whole new classification of situational anxiety in textbooks on on psychology in Sydney. One that was specifically geared around an anxiety stemming from an uncertainty about the validity of your calendar. So well, specific, but that that's what. I mean, f- fears are, and so that's why if you if you um, if you're studying psychology right now, or you know if you're if you're you know figuring that out, um, uh, you know that you know if you get your if you get your your therapy license, if you get your you know doctorate or whatever your master's or whatever, you cannot legally practice therapy in Sydney because they have just different things going on. They're a day late, first of all. 
and they've got all this emotional baggage because mm-hmm. of this really honestly funny prank that I still laugh about every night. Yeah. Well, and every appointment that you ever schedule with them is going to be a day a day late. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, there's just there's no syncing up with your patients yeah. and that's when you're why, practicing that's why, behavioral health. That's why you you'll hear um sort of in the in the wider world you hear something called the 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 Sydney filter. It's kind of where, you know, you 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 look at dates and times through the Sydney filter, which is just bringing in a day back. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of like we all have that friend where we tell them be here at 5 because we know that they're actually going to be there at 5:30. Yeah. Yeah. I'm that friend. Yeah. That's well, okay. I'm glad that you're I'm glad that you're honest about that. I mean, you knew. Uh, Sydney, I mean, wow, what a what a wonderful place to visit. Just make sure that you keep that Sydney filter on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's going to that's going to tie it up for this segment, and if I'm looking at my if I'm looking at my wrist correctly, it's also going to wrap up the show. So, Ethan, you it's have anything you want to say to the to the audience? If you enjoy Background Centuries, uh, tell your friends about Background Centuries and leave a review for Background Centuries on iTunes. And uh, while you're background doing that, centuries, maybe if you're if you're if you're uh, I'm stuck. Do you not know what you're gonna say? Multitasker. I was looking for that word, that word that is multitask. Oh, yeah. Um, but as I was um, thinking about other things, go figure, I couldn't think of the word multitask. <laughs> That's ironic. Isn't that wild? Isn't that That's wild? That's crazy. Uh, <clears throat> just brush your teeth. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, honestly, just brush them. Brush your teeth. This has been Background Centuries. With your background boys. Noah? And Ethan. Always more to learn. Always less to say. Keep it Keep skippy, it skippy Akron, Hamburg. Three, Three, two, two one. one. Oh, Thank you.